Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Craig Mottram, well known to all that follow athletics, former Australian middle distance and long distance runner, represented our great nation roots in the mm. Olympics. Commonwealth Games in Melbourne in 2006, received a silver in the 5,000 metres and the World Championships in 2005, took out bronze in the 5,000 metres at Helsinki. He'll be coaching Australia's first ever athletics team, professional athletics it's team. Amazing, this story. Yeah, to tell us more about it. Craig, oh, we've lost. No, we lost him, have we? Lost him. No, I think oh, we've got him lot? back. Craig, no. are you there? I, I am here, gentlemen. How are you? Hello, You're good. Craig. Did you hear the intro? I have, but I'm sure it was magnificent. Yeah, it was. It was, it it was, was huge. It I was said you're the greatest athlete we've ever produced in the history of athletics. And, and, and you would have well, been greater. Hey, <laughs> and you would have been greater if there was a non-athletics club when you were running, wouldn't you? Quite possibly, yes. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it, no doubt, over the next few minutes. Yeah. Well, Craig, um, we, we did touch on your, your history just briefly, so let's go back there because you're a great Australian athlete and you competed in Olympic Games, Commonwealth Games, where you received a silver medal, a bronze at the World Championships in Hel- Helsinki. How do you reflect on your career? Oh, positively. I mean, I, I love the sport of track and field, in particular middle distance running, which was my sort of forte. Um, and I'm fortunate enough to still be working in that space now and still having a career uh, on the other side of the fence as a coach. So, I mean, if people ask me all the time, if I had my time again, what would I have done differently? To be honest, mm. not much. I, I sort of ran the tank dry, and at the end of my career, I, my mind had had enough. My body was still probably able to run at a good level, but my mind just wasn't into it, and I think that's a really good space to be. I can move, this, move on from the sport knowing I've done everything I can to, to achieve as much as I can in it. But well, you say you wouldn't change much, but is there a nagging one? that you would love to change? A race tactically you'd yeah. like to do again? Well, not really. You know what? I, funnily enough, I, I grew up doing triathlon and loved triathlon. And if I'd had my time again, I might have tried triathlon in the last three or four years of my running career when okay. I still had some ability rather yeah. than waiting to the end. But it's um, that's probably one thing that I would have loved to have given a bit more time to. But um, we now do a bit of space in triathlon as well. So... Um, no, I'm very content with what I was able to do. Well, Craig, explain what you're doing now because uh, for people that don't follow athletics, this may be confusing, but this is a huge announcement. You are going to be uh, heading up the first ever professional athletics team in Australian athletics, and it's all part of the On Athletics Club. Explain how it works. Yeah, so the On Athletics Club, or OAC for short, is a globally funded and globally backed team um, by On, which is a sport performance brand. They're now one of the fastest selling running shoes in the world. So they've, over the last 10 years or so, have really started to capture that performance running space. Mm. Um, we are the third instalment of the OAC. There's one in the USA under Coach Dathan Ritzenheim, which started three years ago. There was one launched in Europe last year under Coach Thomas and Oceania, or Australia more specifically, is the third of, of those teams under me here based in, in Melbourne. So it's really fantastic for middle distance running, and that's where we're spending our, our energy at the moment, is focusing on the middle distance space, trying to build, and we will build, a performance-based team with major championship teams and medals in mind, ultimately, Com Games in Melbourne 2026, and then longer-term Brisbane in 2032. So we need this in Australia. It's a fantastic opportunity for our athletes to actually stay and remain in our country 
and have a pathway to be professional full-time athletes in the sport of track and field. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here. So was it purely up to you to handpick five athletes for your team? How, how did it work? Yeah, so that that's correct. So it's my job to, to build the team, to pick the athletes that become part of the team. Well, you know, ultimately they identify themselves through their own performances, but uh, the team won't be stuck at five. I mean, we've got five at the moment. We launched what, a week ago or two weeks ago with, with the five, but the idea over the next 12 to 18 months will be to build that out to four or five girls and four or five guys. Okay. So we have up to 10 or 12 athletes um, with the scope to grow even beyond that, um, you know, after a couple of years. But we want to make sure that those athletes, the foundation, foundation athletes that mm. come in are the right fit uh, and we create a really, really strong team environment that supports everyone through the good and the bad times involved in our sport. So, Craig, how does, for the use of a term, the establishment, be it... Athletics Australia, the Australian Institute of Sport or the Australian Olympic Movement then feel about a professional team being built by you rather than being built by the system? Well, it's a different category altogether. I mean, we're a completely standalone independent team and and when we started this concept and chatting about it in our region 18 months ago, one of the first things from my point of view was to create something that was completely independent of, of any of the institutions. And that's not through them not doing a good job. They do yeah. a fantastic job. But mm-hmm. their criteria to be categorised for support and funding is, as such, not, not all athletes get that opportunity. In fact, mm-hmm. the development phase of their athletic career, so those athletes that are 18 to 22 years old that potentially haven't hit the standards to get that support, there's a really big gap there. So we want to provide that opportunity for those athletes to become part of a professional running outfit and be funded to be you know, full-time and have the best opportunity to be the best they can be. And, and realistically, the institutes and um, the NSOs, the National Sporting Organisations and things like that, they only support financially the very, very top level. Yeah. You've, you know, yeah. I've got to be medal-winning or top eight in the world to actually get financial assistance mm-hmm. from them. So this is a completely separate thing. These athletes, those that are part of the OAC and are good enough, we'll still get support, no doubt, from the state institutes and from the NSOs as well. But this is providing a professional uh, environment that they can then go on and concentrate, much akin to the, the sort of teams that ride in the Tour de France and things like that. Yeah, They're a globally, globally backed and supported team to be the best they can be. Understood. We'll get to how we can watch and support this competition shortly. Um, you have five that you've selected at this stage, all middle distance runners. Uh, will, when you add to the team, will you get sprinters or not? Or is this purely middle distance? Purely middle distance at this stage. Okay. Well, tell us about some of the talent in your squad so far. Uh, so the first athlete we signed was Claudia Hollingsworth. She's 17 years old. She's Ooh. national open 800-metre silver medalist for the last two years. She represented Australia at the World Championships last year as a 16-year-old um, and is probably one of the best young 800, 1500-metre female talents I've ever seen, certainly our region has ever produced. So we're taking a nice, slow, gentle approach with her. Um, Keely Small is another 1500, 800 girl, um, Youth Olympic gold medalist, Commonwealth Games representative in the 800 and 1500 metre events. She's a superstar. She's only 21. Uh, Morty Skyring came out of the college system. She's 25 years old. Mm. Um, so we brought her back from the US midway through last year to be a, uh, a mature member of the team, so to provide some international experience. And Tess Kershop-Cole is a 400 metre, 800 metre athlete, so we're looking at transitioning her from 400 up to 800. She was third in the Nationals last year, went to the World Championships in Oregon midway through 2022. So already national team representative in the women's 800. And then the male we have, Ben Buckingham, is you know top 16 in the world in the steeple. Um, wouldn't surprise me if he goes on and, and um, you know, makes the final of the World Champs in the steeple later this year. And then no doubt, obviously, 
Olympics are on, on his mind in 2024 in Paris. So we've got five really good, strong, um, young, and we've got a combination of young and mature athletes to, to kit out this team in the beginning. And we've got a pipeline of talent we're discussing with um, in the US at the moment that'll be back in July, August this year. So what happens in, in our sport, in middle distance running at 18, when our kids in high school leave school, they look for opportunities which haven't historically been there. So they go to college in the US and they get an education, they get a pathway for four or five years and then they come back and there's no professional opportunity for them in the sport. We're trying to fill that um, that gap or that opportunity and actually offer some of these 18, 19 year old kids out of high school the opportunity to remain in Australia, fully funded, fully supported and a salary to be able to you know, stay and compete here. Craig. So really back to your original question, the NSOs and the institutes, they should be really supporting this idea because it's keeping our talent in Australia, which yeah. is where we want it. Well done. Craig, we're going to have to get you back on. There's a lot to talk about, but uh, short term, how, how and when can we start watching and supporting these athletes in the competition? They're going around now, so they're already in the uniform. We launched two weeks ago. The next time these guys will be racing in Sydney on Saturday at the Sydney Track Classic. So mm. you can get around them and support them in the OAC kit. Very good. Leek, looking forward to keeping an eye on them. Craig, Brilliant. we wish you all the best. We'll stay in touch. Thanks very much, guys. Have a great day. Uh, he's a beauty. Uh, that's great support. On Athletics that Club. great support yeah, at grassroots level yeah, too. How's some of the talent, the opportunities Absolutely. for a 17-year-old to have everything paid for them to yep. chase their dreams? That's a great turn for Australian athletics.